Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, here it is. It's the Man Fuse podcast. I am Kay Lee, audio producer, voice artist, your host, my co-host, Ben H., real estate broker, real estate entrepreneur, agent, top producer. So today on the Man Fuse podcast, we are going to close out our conversation with transformation coaches Carrie Ford and Jake Kaufman. Today, they're going to give us a little insight about relationships. I'm sure when you look at relationships, those in your life and those around us, you can see that relationships weren't designed to work. How do we preserve them? How do we maintain them? Carrie and Jake are going to offer their perspective on what they do and how they look at maintaining them. I was thinking about this also. I don't know where you are now. It seems like you guys are are well established in what you're doing and you guys have a good book of business. But Mm -hmm. in the beginning, managing people, you're livelihood is based on you helping people achieve more. You help enough people get what they want, you know, and achieve what they're trying to achieve and ultimately help them be the best person they can be. You guys financially, um, emotionally, spiritually are getting fulfilled in all those areas as well. And I know Ben has had to try to manage with real estate, trying to set up a team. They work for themselves. He's not trying to own them like an employee. He's trying to show them how to make more money and live off of this. But managing people is a bitch. Inherently messy, yeah. You get excited. Ben and I are both very optimistic. We get pumped up and fired up about an idea and we just get into action. But but as you get going with people especially, you get let down. Sometimes it's a financial thing. Has that been hard to get to where you were? Because at some point you were dependent on, you know, business coming in and people seeking out your coaching, I would imagine, when you're starting off, right? Yeah. For myself, I had been in the personal development space in Los Angeles for a number of years. So when I started coaching, I had a lot of people who were almost immediately interested in in working with me. That was really incredible. Um, And I consider myself incredibly blessed to have been in that position. But figuring out the online social media game where I start to attract people who have never connected with me and who don't know me, Mm -hmm. who haven't had an in-person experience of me, that took me time to figure out for sure. That took a couple of years to really start to get comfortable with how do I leverage Instagram? How do I leverage Facebook? How do I market myself in a way psychologically insofar that people come across my content and they are 
incentivized to want to reach out to me and talk to me about possibly coaching with me. That took me time to figure out. And I actually went to college for marketing. So entrepreneurship. Did the hat help? Absolutely. For sure it did. But yeah. The what? It, the hat. Oh, the hat? You haven't seen the hat? Oh, this the one? Hat? Yeah, that's the hat. Yeah, yeah, no, oh, the hat. hat. Oh, the hat. The hat. Oh, I said the, the hat. hat. As you said that, that's the image I'm I got. You, dude, the, the hat's hat. powerful. Oh I'm like, is what this, is this hat? Is this I don't know if boring, I love it. Is this Do I hate it? Brothers hat? looks good on him. Oh, I don't know. But, you know, I mean, like, Well, because Gorin Brothers makes a nice set of hats, too. And they're not In Nashville? Yeah, It's a killer hat, dude. He gets a lot. It's very Cuba. I don't know what like it is. It's, like, I don't know if I'm getting, the, but it reminds me of like a Cuban guy. Carrie's right? daughter calls it a cowboy they, hat. They met him and they were like, are you a cowboy? And I was like, and his dad goes, take that as Depends a sign. Depends on you what you mean. The right, totally. Oh my word. <laughs> Why, yes, little lady, I am. But, uh, you know, but as a broader lesson, going back to what we were talking about, relationships <laughs> fundamentally do not work. They don't. Because we're they're not supposed to. They're not supposed it's like to. Like planned adolescence. Uh, Absolescence. Wait, you say relationships? Mm. Yeah. Like between planned obsolescence. Anyone, because oh. we are constantly needing to overcome ourselves mm -hmm. in an effort to make it work. And so by virtue, they inherently don't work. Relationships aren't aren't meant to work. They're We're meant not meant to like anybody. That's why they're See weird. Later, <laughs> they're, they're simply meant to be JK. navigated. Right. Because it's in navigating the hardships, it's in navigating the deficiencies that come with any relationship mm -hmm. that we become better people. Absolutely. That we become more resilient within ourselves and the more secure we become in our relationships, successfully navigating or effectively navigating our way through conflict and tension. So if I can ask you guys a question because you guys seem both very well-rounded and I believe that you are. What does a fight look like in y'all's house? Because <laughs> I know something about you that you don't know. You know, is that, what is you're that, doing right now is you're pulling from your trauma and you're reflecting yeah, it on me. Yeah, and we talked exactly. about that. We actually, yeah. actually, actually talk that, more like actually that. that's 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 one hundred. Do you want to come back to me when you're your real self? <laughs> if you think about it, I mean, how do we fight, dude? It's like swinging a machete in the dark. Where at least they probably okay. have the emotional intelligence to be like, all right, let's take. She told me to go get my real self. I'm going to go you know get. I'm, I'm going to go get him out of the closet. Hopefully, it's helpful. But I agree with you. It, it, it's got to be like. You know, I would imagine. Well, I mean, everybody gets on each other's nerves. I don't care who you sure. are. Were your parents divorced? Or My they... parents are still together. Oh, they are. Yep, that's awesome. Ben's too. Oh, what Mine about... too. Oh wow. Okay, so I'm, I'm the only. only I'm divorced. I'm the I'm only uh, bad apple in the room. But I didn't come from a a broken home. My parents got divorced. There was never too much fighting. But I was kind of at about eight years old. I was. If you guys aren't happy together, then be apart. Like sure. my dad didn't walk out. He moved in the same zip code. He, you know, yep. grabbed me on weekends. It was it was like Little House on the Prairie compared to some people's, you know. Sure. Um, I mean, horror stories. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm -hmm. But, you know, my wife, she comes from, I guess, she's got some daddy issues. I'd say that she still does, but which, you know, I get to experience on sure. the daily or you weekly. Get to, you get to love on. Yeah, I get to love on our arguments and the way she responds and the way she reacts is not the way that I would respond or react. While y'all's fighting might be a little bit more... Way more professional. Way more professional. <laughs> we professional. Yeah, I would say where, where mine would be more street. 
Yeah. It would be like, in the real estate <laughs> world, your fight's like a Fizbo. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Whenever we're fighting, it if you were an outside observer, a fly on the, on the wall, wall, right? You would you would think that we're simply having a conversation. Yeah. I'm listening to what Carrie's saying, and vice versa. She's taking in what I'm saying. Yeah. And we're approaching that with curiosity and openness. Yeah. While oh, simul while, nice. while simultaneously <laughs> distinguishing how much of this is is mine, how mm -hmm. much of what she is communicating to me am I actually responsible for, and how much of this is a projection. Yeah. How much of this is her, and again, this goes both ways, how much of this is her past, right. pain from the past, being recycled in the present moment and yeah. being projected onto me as a result. So there's like this kind of like wading through the sand, if you will. Right. Um, and we will literally say out loud as we kind of take it in and process it for ourselves, like, this doesn't feel like mine. And like, I reject yep. that. Yeah. I love that. I'm going to use that. You know what? Yep. But it doesn't Same mean mind. I'm abandoning yeah. him. Yeah, it's not like I'm I'm like, well, fuck off with that. That's yours. Have fun healing. I'm like, I'm there and I'm I'm with him, but I don't have to take it on right. for right. him. I also don't need to be responsible for right. where he goes with that We're, because I'm just going to hold the space. Correct. We're not necessarily making the other person wrong about like, that's yours and don't put that on to me. It's more of an observation right. and dis and discern and discerning. Yeah, very very careful discernment of okay, what is mine to own here, and what is is her stuff that's just being projected onto me. Right. In this moment, she's unaware of and that she's not taking full responsibility for. And so it's kind of just like this wading through the waters of like, okay, I'm totally willing to acknowledge and accept what you're saying, and I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. It's always the best way. Just say you're sorry. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> or, or just end it. I should, say, <laughs> I'm just sorry. And I should say, and simultaneously being willing to say that doesn't feel like it's mine. Like Carrie mentioned, that doesn't feel like it's mine. I feel like that's yours. And I'm happy to continue to engage with you in this conversation and be with you in this. Yeah. But I'm not going to take too much responsibility. I'm not going to take ownership yeah. of Correct. this in the way that it's being <clears throat> yeah. presented to me Absolutely. right might now. Also, yep. You might also ask, you know, is there a request, a request for support here? Is there something I can do that you would like? Mm. Maybe it's just a hug. Oh, maybe you just want to, maybe I can just like shut up and sit next to you and you want to just talk and I can do that. Mm -hmm. I would really like to be held right now. Yep. Well, cause <laughs> I ask, I'll say that. I will be like, can I just have a hug? <laughs> but, yeah. Well, because oftentimes it's just, Head. it's, it's the other person yeah, trying to communicate to me. <laughs> Your pen. My pen. pen goes ahead. Oh, my word. <laughs> held. That's what I meant by held. That's what I meant. Yeah. Actually, I, mean, I said held is what actually, I said. Held. I when you held. are actually in those held fights. Held slipped out. I don't know. After you experience, like, one of those really vulnerable shares where you, like, make a request for support maybe you hadn't made before, that's yeah. a really great time to go make love because you connect in, like, a very real place. See? Yeah. And so there you go. This is all good stuff. Like, I have a question for you. Carry about women specifically. Ooh, I, yeah, please. And as Educators. a man, and a man who knows many men, many men. Um, <laughs> I'm. I'm not. This is not a. This is not in any way to remove any responsibility for whatever it is that we're doing. Because mm. we, we I, do. I know I got problems too. I'm no angel to live with and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like I don't think anybody is. And and yet at the same time, um, with I at, as I know many men who have <laughs> wives. Mm. I find in talking with them that we actually share a lot of the same <laughs> issues, heartaches with, with our wives mm. and headaches. And a lot of it, <laughs> I feel, has to do with 
with unresolved trauma mm. from um, from uh, the female's life. Sure. And I think that there's something happening where women will dump this on mm. their husbands yeah. in a way that is so just mean. They're just fucking mm. well, mean. And so, it's like... Like, give me an example. It's like, why <laughs> Why do you have to say those words? Like, why, why do you have to attack... Mm. So, why are you attacking me? How did you get to this level of pissed off based on what we're dealing with? Uh, so we're yeah. dealing with something here and and like that, and I get it, like, let's deal with this. But you're like yeah, way yeah. the hell over here somewhere. <laughs> I don't even know where you are, but you're certainly not here in the kitchen. You know, I think Tell our me. paths kind of run similar courses with those type of responses. And I think if I had to make a educated, logical guess because I am very logical. Um, and that's probably one of my downfalls is I probably need to show a little bit more emotion at yes, times. Yes, you do. I'm very You're logical. Just a daredevil. Right. But um, that would come from what they've experienced in the past. And if I had to, they take out If I may, it's, on actually, the men. it's actually a self-protective strategy. I'm happy to toss this back over to Carrie, but... Um, I do agree with you that on some fundamental level, it is a result of unresolved or unreconciled, unhealed trauma from the past. But in many ways, it is it is a self-protective strategy. That's their way of protecting so, themselves. So if we're at a 10 in a re reaction, you're like, okay, I'm confused. Where is this coming from? There yeah. is something that happened before before that they didn't speak up when they felt it start to come online. Maybe yeah. a request, a need, voicing something. Right. Or maybe like, it was a conversation with somebody else before you even were in the maybe, room. Or is it maybe. That's a very human experience. It could, yeah, it could be. But I but I think it's when we see, like especially in a dynamic where it's like kind of this like, you know, resentment is built up or they lose their shit over the dishes in the sink and you're like, right. okay, whoa. What, yeah. I thought like we're just... Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm coming to help you. Like, what's what's this all about? Yeah. It's usually if there's an unspoken need that has kind of passed by that they didn't speak up for, and now it's just festering. Yeah. So learning yeah. how to identify needs earlier, or is maybe part they of it have well. asked and you've forgotten or yeah. not made time, or you had a conversation you don't remember. Oh God. <laughs> the the predominant way in which men protect themselves, at least the way that most men have been taught to protect a themselves, shield is <laughs> right. Is I'm gonna overwhelm you physically. Men. Correct. To women. In general. Yeah. That is the way in which most men have been historically programmed right. to protect themselves. Agree. Is yeah. I am going to overwhelm you physically. Got it. For women, it's I'm going to overwhelm you emotionally. Oh, and they also a way of Got being it. heard, right? If they're getting louder and attacking, it's like fight response. That's a, a nervous system protective response coming online. That's just like getting louder and louder because they don't feel heard. Something happened or was yeah. not heard earlier well, potentially too. Sometimes I, I feel like they just want to cut you. So how do you? So how do? <laughs> so what's the best way to deal with that? Like I'm in this present moment, yeah. and you're at an absolute ten, and and me, like I don't want to go to the ten. You're at a calm four, sure. but like that only lasts for so long. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, right. you know, you're you're like I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna do it. You don't need to I'm match not, their energy. And then all of a sudden, uh, yeah. there you are. You know, yeah. and you're oh just, God. you know, and it's just freaking. Well, there comes World the War word III, that you know she hates more than anything else on the planet. And maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe I started it yesterday when yeah. I didn't hear what you said or whatever. Kind of take the. And then bait, you didn't bring right? it up, and then now I yeah. took the bait, 
And now here we are. Yeah. And don't take the bait. Lead with curiosity. Hey, I'm confused. I I understand why you're upset right now, I think. (laughs) (laughs) And how are we at this level of upset right now? How did we get here? What's the real challenge here for you? Yeah. Is my favorite question. Get curious. What's the real challenge? Because by virtue of. What is this really about? Right. Take a note. Damn it. By virtue. Write in your book. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, we are recording it. Right. There you go. But by virtue of how the question is phrased, you are implying that there is a deeper challenge that hasn't been communicated yet. Which is probably true. Right. Or what curious is. Definitely true. But by what. By way of how the question is phrased, you force them to go there themselves. Mm. You don't tell them to go there. You invite them to go there by asking them a question. That's mm. open-ended. Because if I say, you know, if I accuse you that, like, you're bringing up historical shit right now, and I don't think this has anything to do with what you're actually mad about, da 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 like right. more right? walls. Yeah. More walls. They're going to get yeah. even that much more self-defensive in an attempt to yeah. rebuff and rebuff you and protect themselves. Right. But if you ask a question, that immediately disarms, and especially this question forces them to go deeper within themselves introspectively in a way that causes the underlying issue to reveal itself organically. You never want to point the finger and be like, <laughs> you. No one's very responsive when no. they're like, you yeah. did this and you did like, totally. what, what, what? Nobody's going to respond to that well. No, no, But no. when you can acknowledge what's actually happening in you. Yeah. And instead, it like really cuts off the projection. It doesn't go to that level. And, it, and continually over time, it stops going to that level. Like, it's very rare. You know, there's I mean, this. I can count on three fingers probably. The yeah, of totally. You've gotten into like. There's this common saying in sales, Ben, that you've probably heard before, which is, you know, if I say it to you, you're going to doubt it. Yeah. If you say it to me, you're going to treat it as fact. Right. Even if it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think the same thing is true when it comes to arguments. Yeah. If I say it to you, you're going to get even more defensive. Yeah. In all likelihood. Right. If you say it to me, you're going to be forced to go internally and introspectively in a way that's going to disarm. Yeah. That's good. I'll put that in my quiver. (laughs) In your quiver? I'm shooting that arrow next. Yeah, okay. All right, all right. Your quill? Put that in. Put that in. Use your quill and write that down. (laughs) No, I'm talking about the one that you dipped the the ink in. Yeah, Yeah, well, I mean, you think about building and cultivating emotional intelligence within the context of a relationship. Emotional intelligence is your ability to effectively separate thought from emotion. And so when you're in the midst of the arg- an argument, a conflict, that's where that is tested more than any other time because you're forced to be a neutral observer to your thoughts because right. we are not our thoughts. Right. We're the person listening to those thoughts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Our thoughts are the result of our parenting, our conditioning, our upbringing, all of those different things. When we can think something but separate the emotion that is typically attached to certain thoughts, right? then we can respond as opposed to react mm. in a conscious way yeah. that allows you to diffuse and disarm any type of tenuous situation or interaction or conversation. I know how you feel. I felt the same way. But I found <laughs> <laughs> that if you read Let Love In... <laughs> It'll it, certainly help. It will let love in. Uh, <laughs> Literally. So uh, it's like the carrot, the egg, and the coffee bean. Yes, I love that story. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that, Ben? And you're like, it's like some Bruce Lee shit. That yeah. You're like, the coffee bean absorbs the water. No. Uh, do you guys know the egg, the carrot, and the coffee bean? I don't. No. All right. 
It's a fable. Take boiling water, <laughs> yeah. and you put an egg in it. The egg hardens. Mm-hmm. Mm. Take boiling water, you put a carrot in it. The carrot softens. Mm-hmm. Mm. You take boiling water, and you put a coffee bean in it, and the water becomes coffee. Mm. Yes. Mm. So be the coffee bean. Mm. Affect your environment. Don't mm. let it harden or soften you. Mm. Love that. Great. Yeah, it's kind of the difference between being a thermometer and a thermostat. Oh. Okay. Oh, I like that. Too. I like that one. The thermometer. thermometer reacts to the environment. Yeah. It reads the temperature of the room. The thermostat sets the temperature. Boom. I want to be mm. the thermostat. Yeah. You set the temperature yeah, in here, baby. <laughs> I'm going to turn it down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make it hot in here. So, <laughs> so um, Carrie, like, can, can you give an example? Of, do you have one client transformation that stands out as far as like a success story that was, I guess you'd say, epic? in certain ways that they came to you, they're broken or not necessarily broken. I don't know if the broken people probably not don't. always. The women that come to me are already winning. They're already That's winning. That's the ones you want. They're winning. So. They also struggle within themselves. You know, what Jake was talking about before, like, even though I have all this on paper, why do I still feel Insecure empty? or... Yeah, like, I'm not enough or, like, I am perpetually chasing the next thing and, like, I want to slow the fuck down, but it actually gives me more anxiety. So how do I reprogram that? How do I actually do that and, and cultivate that in my life? Um, I mean, a lot. they all have different results in terms of what an expanded alive life feels and looks like to them. But one that stands out to me, she runs a $30 million healthcare company, uh, a CEO, and she has the way she's expanded into her next level identity as the CEO and taken over the parent company has allowed her to secure funding to the number of 9 million. So that's a pretty good stat. (laughs) So, and with someone like that who comes to you, did she, was she a referral? Like a word of mouth? Like a referral? Oh, she was a friend. she was like, hey, I'm thinking about hiring a life coach. Maybe I can talk to you about it. That's a good friend. And I was like, that's a good friend. I'm curious why why, you know, what, what is having you ask about other life coaches? Cause I feel like I can support you with this. She's like, well, my only concern is like, would it shift our friendship? And I was like, it's a good, that's a good, it's a great uh, question. Right. Yeah. And so I'm very aware, like we'll text when we're friends and we'll be in Voxer, which is like a client support app when we're client coach a shift between different okay. energies. And so was her thing like a time management? It's like, I would imagine yeah. getting to that next level. How are you going to take this on with still having unplugging, having, if she has a family, having, you know, that time. I mean, it really is. It's so hard to unplug. I've got three kids. Especially with, yeah, family. I've got a 10, a six, and a three-year-old. And and a wife. And four dogs. And koi fish. And every other fucking heartbeat in my damn house. (laughs) Um, So do these guys, three kids. Two kids. Two kids. kids. So you have two. Me, one. So both the kids are curious. He's a bonus daddy. He's a bonus bonus dad. dad. Hey, Mm -hmm. that's great. Um, you can't discount bonus dads. I have oh. bonus dad and had a bonus mom. A woman came to me though and she was like, I yeah, feel like I have no boundaries. I'm working all the time. I don't know how to get to the next level or what that even looks like for me. Maybe I don't even want to be at this company anymore. She's just seeking clarity on whatever's next, but she knows she's called to something bigger, something more. And there's a sense of aliveness that they kind of feel like they're missing out on in their life. We started with that, and that was the thread that we started to pull. And this particular person was money. If she's the CEO, chances are she's probably got money. It's not her company. She works for them. Right. Um, Actually, when she first started with me, she was the co-CEO, and then she ended up taking the other woman's job. It's like the fox is in the hen house now. Right. Or watch out. (laughs) Chicks are coming with big 
claws. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Of, a lot of them are Brent. A lot of my. <laughs> I don't know. Ben's I don't even know what how Ben's he got on. A cave, but it's not the cave of courage. I don't it's know. Not, you are not <laughs> in the cave of courage right now, Ben. The cave of courage. Yeah. I love this. That that is good. You know, like Carrie was kind of getting at in in different terms. Most of our clients come to us and they've reached what Gay Hendricks refers to, if you're familiar, the author of The Big Leap, which is your upper limit moment. They're experiencing an upper limit moment. Yeah. That. They're struggling to break through the ceiling. In, correct. Yep, exactly. Yeah, the ceiling. Okay. Gotcha. Which is just a, it's a self-imposed ceiling that is firmly in place based on a number of different factors. Right. Okay. Our emotional intelligence, our current level of emotional intelligence, conscious awareness, growth, and interpersonal healing. Mm -hmm. That determines what our ceiling or our upper limit is. Anything beyond that whether it's a greater degree of financial wealth, whether it's more opportunity, whether it's deeper connection, love and intimacy is going to feel like a threat to our nervous system. And so we have to expand or increase our upper limit. Uh, another way of saying that is to increase our threshold for what we feel safe to receive in our physical body, which is why Carrie and I both work with somatics, soma just meaning body, that has to happen in order for us to sustainably reach the next level and stay there. Yeah, right? it's, it's like not lottery winners, right? Right, getting to the mountaintops is not the hard way. part. Staying there is the hard part. Breathing up on top of Everest would be the hard part, yeah. right? <laughs> that too. Right, right. I mean, but no, essentially, sure. it's like staying up there, you know? Um, mm -hmm. You know what? You just reminded me. I mean, as I've watched um, you speak and, and you communicate you almost communicate the same way my brother communicates, but mm. my brother lives in Australia and now Seely. has this Aussie accent. You guys have like very similar mannerisms. It's very, uh, feel very close to me, even though he's so <laughs> far away. <laughs> um, that's awesome. I mean, and that's really, really good stuff. I think everybody could use all of these tools to not only better themselves, but manage all yeah. the things on their plate in the best way possible because just like that woman doesn't want to not be there for her family if, yeah, if kids and family kids. is yeah. a priority right. and she's missing that, but she's constantly on the phone and she's constantly working. And it's how you, I guess, is it setting people up, hiring help, but prioritizing, totally. making the time, scheduling, right. yeah. all those things. You get so busy, you have to do it. Like, it affected her ability to delegate or not. It affected her ability to be present because she was always kind of somewhere else in her phone other than where she was, like at her daughter's sports event. And so it's like, damn, how do I how do I actually do this? Logically, I know what I want. For whatever reason, I'm the one that keeps filling my calendar. I'm the one that's taking a call at night on the weeknights. I'm the one that's like in my phone at my daughter's game. What the hell? A passenger in her own body. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what? My wife, because sometimes like we have one, my daughter plays soccer. She's six, but my son's in this travel league baseball that has me going to tournaments oh, every gosh, fucking weekend. It is a damn nightmare. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not doing it again. It's just... But I'll be at the game and my wife's like, take pictures, take videos. I'm like, I don't want to be sitting there living through my fucking phone. Totally. Because yeah. then I get excited and then I put the phone down anyway and it's the most awful video. Yeah. I don't want to do that. It's just, to me, it's like mm -hmm. I would rather absorb it with my yeah. eyes. You'd rather yeah. you'd rather be present. I uh, yeah, that. I would rather. Yeah, exactly. You know, granted, sometimes having a picture of something, but most of the pictures, there's like 10 million of them. And I mean, how... 
many of them do I really go and reflect on? Right. Right. How many right. of that? How many of them are framed and actually on the walls in your house? Do people do that anymore? Like very, very <laughs> we seldom. Keep, we've been talking ben about does, or yeah. Jen does. Yeah, yeah we well, do. Jen yeah. does. Your wife. That's you why don't. I said we do. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> we I do. take them. Yeah. Actually, but my wife and I are both bad at that because, like, we'll get kids' pictures and stuff and sports pictures, and it's how many of them end up in a frame and not as much as yeah. they yeah. should. People are going to be like, does someone live in this house? There's no pictures of it's the properly family. properly staged. Yeah, this is a staged <laughs> home. Where's the real family here? There's more liquor bottles than family pictures. Do you guys even like each other? <laughs> yeah. How come yeah. yeah. There's none of y'all together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Um, well, man, There's like... some wedding photos up still, aren't there? You guys look so cute. Yes, we are. We are. When you're <laughs> just little puppies. Yeah, puppies. Well, yeah, little fellas. Um... <laughs> So, I'm um, Ben. Do you have any other questions? I mean, do you have any? No, th- I, like, I mean, I feel like we've covered a ton. I, I mean, we can keep going, I'm sure, but I'm, you know. Well, I'm I know sure you got guys. a hard stop coming up. I just want to thank you guys for coming on and also, um, you know, taking the um, the path in life to step up and say, hey, I'm here to help you get to the next level. I'm here to help you figure out your bullshit, or I'm here to help you get to your next. Like, that's such a big deal. And um, I appreciate it. I yeah, appreciate you guys. And uh, and I honor your path and wish you guys all the best and, and greatest blessings. Hopefully we can help you sell a lot of books and, and get a bunch of new clients and, yeah. and whatever else. So I just really appreciate you guys stepping up and choosing to live the life that you live and doing it so well. Thank and you, introducing us to the Cave of Courage. Yes. That is something that will live in Shedding infamy. Shedding light. The Cave yes. of Courage. The Cave of Courage. Actually, you guys, have you been to Serenby? We need to turn it into a place. The Cave of Courage. <laughs> Uh, Serenby, yeah. no, I haven't. I so it's know. here in Atlanta. I mean, I've heard of south. it. Yeah. It's a wellness community, like on the uh, edge of Atlanta. Yes, okay, I have um, heard of it. But and I've it never is been incredible. No me. Well, I'm hosting a women's retreat there. Can um, I come? In August. <laughs> Jake will be a guest speaker. Really? <laughs> so that'll be cool. But Do you need an assistant? We'll be going <laughs> to the Cave of Courage. <laughs> you are going to the Cave of Courage? What are you going to talk about, Jake? Like I stuff? Last time he did a um, The man's I'm perspective. Not, I'm not sure exactly what we're going to talk about yet. We haven't delved too deep in. Do you pick a topic for him to expand on? No, I mean, we might, I might tell him in a debrief around what themes are coming up or what I'm seeing people maybe need to break through or shift if there's a collective theme, but he's so intuitive as am I, I just trust him. And so he leads them through partnership exercises and we also fully trust whatever needs to come up will as it's on. Any of the women be like, damn it, a man's here. (laughs) (laughs) I thought this was a women's retreat. I think they appreciate I should say the the male perspective. Of course, of course. I think in do. many ways it it allows them to make these teachings and these concepts a little bit more relevant for them as far as how they relate uh, in their relationship to men, whether or not they are in a relationship with a man or not. But that's something we definitely co-create together and talk about mm-hmm. prior to the retreat around like what's showing up in the space with these women. What are some common areas of struggle or yeah. growth opportunities? that we can really support them with, which is what we do at all of our events. Well, you're a great communicator, and, and I think that all women, I mean, all the women at the um, at this retreat or um, gathering will be, they're going to be like, I needed to hear that right now. It's very cool. Will you guys plug? Then he I has can't. to leave. Yeah. yeah right. Where is he going? <laughs> I thought he was going to pull his pants off. I thought it was going to be like, <laughs> All right, ladies. This isn't the now package. Not, not, that is kind of, not that kind of. This retreat. isn't the custom package that only I receive. 
God. <laughs> He's wearing breakaways. <laughs> oh my God. That would be I'm sorry. Assless chance. Magic the image of just that. I don't care who it is, oh but like you're inspiring all those women and then the music comes on. It's just anyway. Surprise, magic yeah. money. Yeah. Oh God. Absolutely. Carrie, would you plug yeah. your socials, your sure. where can people contact you? Where can you know women find you? Men, yeah. women find you, all that. Yeah, we've got the made for more retreats coming up uh August 17th through 20 here at Serenby. Um, we have 10 women that are going to be going. We have five spots left. So that's half sold out, which is great. And uh, you can find everything about that and other programs I offer at elevatewithcarrie.com. Or you can connect with me on socials at I am Carrie Ford on Insta. And Jake, your turn. So the best place to interact and connect with me is my Instagram. I am Jake Kaufman, J-A-K-E-K-A-U-F-F-M-A-N. My website, awakewithjake.com. Book is on Amazon, uh, Let Love In. It is my full name, so Jacob Kaufman, J-A-C-O-B, and then my last name. Um, But yeah, I also have a men's uh, group, men's platform um, for anybody who's interested in doing some deeper work. Nice. Um, Yeah, the book is Let Love In, The Pain Stops, Where the Truth Starts, and we will link up to all of your socials and websites on our episode description when this episode drops, so we will, you know plug and and share all your info with anybody that you know wants to contact you and get more info about you too you guys are awesome i appreciate your time Thank i you hope so it much, was guys. fun um yeah. sorry we're stupid sometimes i feel like we need to end with you being like the cave of courage the cave of courage as we leave we're going into the cave of courage <laughs> Hey, once again, thank you for listening to the Man Fuse podcast. Feel free to join the show, 770-744-5227 or by hitting us up at manfuse.com. If you want information on Carrie Ford or Jake Kaufman, we're going to post that in our episode description.